What was that? What was that that you just did? Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dragon Mark Symphony here on Natural One Media. My name is Dylan, and now is when my phone will go off since Franny has decided to send me some messages. Uh, so we're going to close that out. My name is Dylan. I'll be your DM for today. I'll be your DM for probably most of this campaign, uh, but especially for tonight. Uh, but before we begin, let's do a quick recap of where we left off, because we actually got a lot of information last session. Uh, so let's kind of take a moment to review. Our heroes, our brave adventurers who have technically gone on one adventure so far, uh, met up at a nearby tavern, the Cow's Eye, in the city of Rote, uh, so that they may further discuss, share the information that they had, and figure out what their next course of action was going to be. While they were there, they were actually reunited with another of their companions, Set, uh, who had just recently freshly recovered from being dead. Uh, after having a nice little conversation with a, uh, with a found friend of theirs, uh, by the name of Trist, a very generous benefactor, uh, who frequents, uh, the Winchester Scythe, uh, Set caught back up with the rest of the group at the Cow's Eye to provide their information and to bring a cat along with them for support, uh, so that everybody could be informed on what was actually happening and what the situation was. During the course of this discussion, uh, a few things were, were relayed. Uh, so, of course, Set gave a lot of information about the conversation that they had had with Trist and the seeming true nature of what Trist's intentions were. Uh, nice and casual. It was, it was determined by Caspian that uh, it would be a good idea for them to potentially meet up with and speak with Matthias Caldrew, uh, the wizard who had assisted in performing the resurrection spell that brought Set back to life, uh, and who was an associate of Trist and was going to be meeting with Trist sometime very soon. Uh, Caspian also brought to the table more information regarding the ledger that the group had picked up from Baron's Keep. Uh, specifically some of the names that were listed on the ledger, uh, and the ones who were still alive in their current locations, uh, as well as the last location of two Warforged, uh, that had been on that ledger previously, um, and who after had been kind of sh shifted around between a few different locations, uh, had actually disappeared near the King's Forest, uh, south of the city of Rote, sort of in between Rote and Sharn there. Uh, so the option was also placed upon the table that they should potentially visit the King's Forest uh, to do some reconnaissance and to determine if the Warforged perhaps are still there or are in any way continuing operations uh, at that point. Uh, at this point, Dak uh, presented a local newspaper that uh, he had purchased. Uh, in town, uh, and they had found a very curious article from the freshly minted paper that said that uh, Sandy Crodstock, a local land baron uh, who they had also met at the Winchester Scythe, um, had apparently passed away uh, just that morning, uh, 
from a heart attack, uh, according to the cleric's reports, uh, and thus was no longer alive and out of the picture, uh, as it would that, seem. But the paper even noted that there was no belief of foul play, which immediately Correct. tells us foul There's play is foul play. play. It is. It is a newspaper standard that, uh, and in fact, we'll just launch right in from here because we're just going to pick up right from this point. Uh, a newspaper standard, especially a newspaper as heavily revered as the Corvair Gazette, which is printed and sent all throughout the continent. Um, any time that there is a crime report or an investigation, uh, whoever the investigative body is that is on the scene that is providing the uh is providing the report to the press uh if there is clear evidence or a lack of evidence displaying foul play they are going to immediately note that to the press uh so as to deter them from further reports or speculation believing this to be uh a murder case or some other sort of incident besides uh being incidental Yes. Uh, what was his name? One more time. The uh, the victim or yes. the, the the deceased. The deceased the... was Sandy Crodstock. C R O D S T O C K. When you had met him, uh, the when the first and only time that you had met Sandy was at the Winchester Scythe, and he was heavily inebriated, uh, to the point where he even slurred his own name, gave it incorrectly, um. And if you recall, he was accompanied by Trist uh, at the scythe that evening. I can figure it out. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll make the cat roll, by the way, just so we're clear. Oh, she would be thrilled too. Yeah. She's being very clingy. I was gone for a period of like maybe 48 hours. Well, then she's going to make a grapple check. Otherwise, we're going to have a we're going to have a discussion instead of game. Uh, right. Because we can't just two. grab onto you. That's metagaming. We've talked about this already. We're using her as our spy cat. Okay, In reality, we're exchanging notes behind your back, Dylan, using Morgana. Right, right. Totally. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I I look and she's got like a little note tied around her neck. I'm like, what that get there? <laughs> she rolled a seven. Rolled a seven. Ooh, yeah. I mean, so she I mean, does have a very good grip on you at the moment. <laughs> so from where we left off, uh Caspian had finished reading this this uh this article from the from the paper to you all and lets out a a heavy almost defeated sigh um and it said we've we've just gone from having very little time to having no time at all yeah that seems about right seems you know probably the doing of trist although the articles said no exterior like damage, right? Like no signs they don't of mention anything about. They don't mention anything about signs of evidence. I can 
absolutely check in with the Citadel on this, by the way. I mean, I can look I mean, into this further, but as I stated previously, we are currently <laughs> active in another case. Uh, mm -hmm. And you, I mean, you're, I mean, you already kind of denoted his potential skill, right? Um, you know, inherently he has a belief that he could murder the six of us, get away with it. So, one way or the other, clearly the man is skilled, so the possibilities of him making it appear like a heart attack is not entirely out of the question. True. Who's to Lord say? could do that. Who's to say there's not, uh, you know, a poison or anything out there that could make it seem like a person died of a heart attack? Does this what? house, by chance, have permission to the press? They, by chance, forge or have any influence over them? Uh, I would probably say that, um, more than likely there shouldn't be any of that kind of influence here for this for this article i believe there's a different house it's more of a communication like a commute like people who live to i mean they have the play they have plays they have the papers that's correct you um said you had said before the house that you believe trist is connected with it was house the Rani. did i get that right that's correct. In in my history, I've never known Thrani to have any type of involvement in the entertainment or the arts. It, it's as Silva said, that's handled by a different house entirely. So, off table for a second here. I forgot, so obviously being minutely inebriated in, in game at the moment, uh, I forgot that this was my way of doing drunkenly writing, was just having these, like, Giganto <laughs> lettering <laughs> went from that to that. <laughs> this big scribble. Real. I get it. Thorani. But either way, due to that it, that uh, problem. And that threat upon all of our lives. One way or another, we are going to have to eventually leave the city. Granted. He seemed like such a nice young man, anyways. Granted. Uh, I have. I have possibly a, a, a friend who could be alive or dead, as far as I know, out there somewhere. Uh, Mr. Winleaf, correct? Yes. Yeah, I still have yet to hear any additional reports as to uh, his current condition. Right. Now, am I willing to... Now, is there a potential possibility of a link between uh, the some the strange disappearances amongst the ledger, especially since they include Warforged and the attack on the train. Possibly. But we 
we have no knowledge, do we? So we are both stuck here. And we are forced to leave. What do we do about that? I have a common problem. Should we stay or should we go? For if we stay, there will be trouble. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was gonna give you the first line. <laughs> first line's free. I wanted to see how far I could push it. <laughs> I'm gonna look over to Caspian. Do we have to go downstairs to order something, or are we able to ring a bell or something in this room? Oh, I can I can ask Missy to come up. Actually, uh, did was it just drink or food that you were needing, or what? a bucket of cold water? <laughs> Not a bad idea. Uh, he's gonna take his boot and he stomps on the ground four times. She'll probably be up in a little bit. For a magical soundproof room, it doesn't really seem like that works too well. Enchantments, my friend, enchantments. Very specifically activated enchantments. It, that's just, that it, anything to have an enchantment well. activate after four footstomps. How does the magic understand that it is footstomps? What if I dropped four things simultaneously? Would then. Um, How does. How does an arcane will that comes from your body know how to target something? You, it is part of the control of of learning how to man manipulate the arcane. But in this case, there is no manipulation. It is merely enchantment. I. It somebody, is something that is static. But somebody has cast the spell. Therefore. Even despite that it is an enchantment, the enchantment comes from the arcane. Much of it has its source in spells themselves. That Most. If I were to drop four boots, would that activate the enchantment? <laughs> Jack is fully looking at the ground now. Uh, why is that important? Now that's a great question. Um, forgive me. It's it was it was very interesting. Hi, the curiosity is not nothing. There's nothing to look down upon yourself with, but that's not the right important now. part of the question. You're getting into the aspect of how do we control spells? We're not. I lost where I was going. Hey, how many buckets deep are you? Is that your third? Oh, yeah. Damn. But you're also looking so, at the fact that I so, have not... we do have, I have an not entire had... day ahead of us. I think we're going to cut you off on that. Oh, that's why I asked for the bucket of cold water. Because you'll also have to remind... You'll, I will also have to remind you of the fact that I slammed these down, and I have not. I have not anything to drink since this morning. 
that that is a very bad thing to do. I've seen what it can do to a fully grown person. Then I've had to clean after Ralphus after particular nights. Um, you hear an irregular knock pattern at the door. Another shot one, I'm assuming. Uh, Caspian speaks up. Nathaniel. It's probably messy, but... Go up to the door. Take your hand like this. And press up against the door like this. It's another enchantment. You'll be able to see through the door and see who's outside. All right. Under his breath, Dak does go, So how does the door understand that it is a hand that's been... Dak, I did not make these enchantments. I, I don't know the parameters of them. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, Nathaniel, so you see the aged wood of the door uh, sort of gives oh, away, God. and you are able to see through it over to the other side. Uh, and much like looking through a, a peephole or like a fisheye lens, you can see on the other side this slightly distorted image of uh, what appears to be the uh, the the tavern maid, uh, Missy, um, standing there with a... Uh, she's got kind of like a little, like roughly hewn booklet. And a large jug filled with ice and water in her other arm. I'll begin undoing the locks, uh, but when I open the door, I'm going to open it so that I'm still behind it. Okay. With my hand on the mace, just in case. Alright, so you open it up. Uh, you see Caspian also sets a hand on, uh, on one of his knives as he keeps an eye on the door. The door swings open. Uh, and Missy peeps her head in and says, Everything going okay? Anything you need? Back a device water, please. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. And she brings the, the ice water over, just slams it on the table. Anything else you've been needing to use? Just kind of flutter my, my myself onto the table, kind of kneeing in front of the bucket. That'd be good. Just slam oh, my oh, head in. Okay. Alright then. Uh and she kinda looks looks over to Caspi and says, So how's the babysitting job going? He says, it's going great. Thank you. That's that's all we'll need, Misty. Thanks. Don't need anything else? He says no. Nope. Something Fine. easily digestible. Oh, absolutely, honey. Would you would you like some biscuits maybe? Sure. Some Something biscuits small. go well with your tea. Absolutely. Uh I'll I'll bring up small plated biscuits. I'll be right back. Um <laughs> She takes her, her booklet now, and she just kind of walks back out, closes the door behind her, um, never notices Nathaniel. <laughs> I mean, 
Ooh. Because she's coming right back up, I'm not relocking that door fully. I'll do this one. I'll do the, the latch. So keep it down, eh? Right. <sighs> See, now Merlin Ooh. is actively trying to roll the dice. Oh, <laughs> Merlin. I had to force Mona to do it. Do you want to roll one? All right. Well, Merlin's an old wizard. He knows what's up. So is Morgana. <laughs> yeah, turns out. <laughs> about turns out about the same actually. <laughs> yeah, relatively. They're, they're not that far apart. Those two. All right, you all, all sobered right. up there, Lassie. Well, enough to at least make it through the remainder of the day. If anyone else drinks that, they won't start floating or anything, will they? The ale or this bottle or this bucket of water? The water you just dumped your whole self in? It's just my head. I know. <laughs> I don't think being fey leaves residue behind. I'm pretty sure it's not how this works. No, but I appreciate the No, but I appreciate the analogy to a slug. Thank you. <laughs> it's not my intention to offend. I honestly know very little about your people. It's that you far outlive me. Well, that I didn't necessarily know what happened on my end either. But well, it's safe to say you've all far outlived me. <laughs> oh, through. I got one down there, lots. Here's the good news. If uh, uh maybe your part there are serving any life substances, they've been fulfilled. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how much longer this one gets me. Hey, Doc, my lot. You don't happen to have any of those teas left lying around, do you? Um, like the one he took at the Winchester? Uh, Uncle, I um, I ordered five, and there are currently four still on the table. Um, As you say that, Set just kind of grabs one and slides it over to him. I, I wish to amend my statement. Um, there are now three. Um, the, you are, uh, they are uh, for your convenience, Uncle. Oh, mighty gracious of you, then. I'll take one. I'll grab one myself. They were, uh, it, it appears that the teas were a wise choice. The deck's gonna sit down and just look slightly content. Tea is always good for a nice recovery. Good cleanling me took up my teacup about two days ago. As long as I could use it. No, um, so forgive me without speaking too much. Um, what is the plan in plain terms? Uh, Kathna Lobby, door's not locked. Yes, right. I mean, 
right now. I mean, right now we can we can go nowhere. So if anything, maybe we should use this time to potentially take some supplies. Um, you got any? Uh, you got any workers pay for us there, <laughs> Caspian? Yes, actually, I. Sorry for not mentioning it sooner. Kind of got caught up in all of the yeah. horrible that we just experienced. And oh, he yeah. kind of turns around and he pulls out this this small satchel, <clears throat> sets it on the table, uh, pulls it open, and he starts divvying out. And you see uh, piles and piles of gold Galifar coins. Um, divvying them out and handing them out to each of you. Uh, well, so... As expressed initially, uh, you did fulfill the requirements of the job, so all of you receive, each of you receive, uh, 100 gold galifars as payment. Uh, so each of you on your character sheets, you can go ahead and add 100 gold pieces uh, to your, your personal stashes. Does Set get an extra hazard pay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Does afraid they did? do not. I think that was covered in me being brought back to life. It boy was it. <laughs> I guess Do we... valid. Sure. Uh, are we reimbursed for bereavement? Bereavement. <laughs> bereavement. I Deck. Secret mission, Deck. Secret mission. No one knows it doesn't work he dies. Well, you made jokes. <laughs> I didn't think you knew what that meant. It, 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 it was a lesson of attempted humor. Um, Work on the delivery deck. <laughs> not that that Next lesson, time and place. Understood. Thank you all for uh, teaching me the folly of my ways. Uh, Which one do you want to roll, Merlin? <laughs> I mean, we're going to be spending a fair amount of time with each other, with the, with, or a fair amount of time with each other for at least a, a little while, it seems. So we're going to have to show you another, uh, a few extra ropes or two. One of which will be to reduce the apologizing. Don't. <laughs> I, I apologize. Don't. <laughs> I am curious mm -hmm. as to what these ropes are. I'm surprised it's not a slang term you would have picked up from your previous fellow. I'm quite confused, but they wouldn't take teach. Oh, show you the ways. Um, in Ralphus society, <laughs> I I believe the way Ralphus put it was getting, um, getting my shit together. a little meaner but well and it's not entirely source. correct i mean it's you know you have to have shit in order to get it together you know you're not born into this world of knowledge of anything you have to learn it i've been told to keep 
chai to keep excrement about is unhealthy and can lead to disease. We'll come back to this one, Dak. Yeah. Okay. Thank you all for your patience. And I apologize for you all for having to use your patience. I think, speaking of patience, uh, I feel that Silva's kind of onto something here. Listen, you can't leave the city walls without my accompaniment. But we need to work quickly, whatever it is that we're going to do next. And I clearly need to get in touch with some of my associates at the Citadel, try to get any additional information about this as I can. How about this? Here's my proposal. Let me give you an... Uh, um, he he pulls out from his person a small little like a little stone, little round stone, uh, and he hands it over to Johannes. He says, "Johannes, hold on to this. If you need me for anything, anything at all, speak into the stone. I'll be able to hear it. If it's danger, if it's trouble, I'll be able to pop right over to you." But otherwise, if you need me for anything else, just speak into the stone. I'll know. I think all of you should go together. Nobody split up. Everyone should go together. Get yourself some supplies. For, for God's sake, get yourself some healing potions. Those only work if you survive the first hit. Very true. Maybe get yourself some other things to counteract that. Maybe some heavier armor, some spells to defend yourself, whatever you need to do. <laughs> well, the answer isn't always just put on heavy armor. It's a, <laughs> it's a little more complicated I than just slapping it on you. When I woke up yesterday, I didn't expect ghost fight. So I don't know what to tell you at this point. I'm prepare for ghosts. <laughs> Thank you, Dak. Prepare for ghosts, everyone. <laughs> You're welcome, Lord Caspian. Yes, thank you. And not Lord... You know, somebody who would listen to this room would think that is code for something. <laughs> About that time that you hear, uh, you hear a knock on the door again. Oh, a horse has entered the, is attempting to enter the room. It's Dax, clearly. Ah. I'm the, the uh, same thing. <laughs> the door <laughs> opens... The door opens, uh, and Missy steps in, and she says, I heard that horse comment. <laughs> that was the knock we were given. Don't think just because you're pretty and you have wings, I'm not going to knock you out on your ass, okay? You understand? <laughs> Feisty. Don't tell me, girlfriend. Uh... Somebody, uh, uh, biscuits, yes. Uh, she has a little tray of biscuits with her, sets them on the table. Um, you do know that I can hear you outside, right? Yeah, that was intended. Yeah. We figured. Okay, okay, just, just making sure. 
Because usually when Caspian brings people up here, it's for secret shit that I don't get to know secret about. orgies. We figured Caspian for the type. That <laughs> would be new for him, because from what I know, Caspian's like, stop, stop, cease. We are preparing Never to leave soon. We have to go. Later. Important business. We have to leave. Look at the time. Um, Yeah. Well, you have to leave. We can stay here together as long as we're we can stay here as long as we're together. <laughs> we can talk all about your secret orgies that you apparently don't have. Of. I hate this. Maybe I should have just left you all to sit in a room and just not have anything to do. Maybe that would have been the better idea. Why did I do that? Wouldn't have died. <laughs> Come on, bring that up and to like a bunch of people. When we go out to shop. Uh, Missy Missy speaks up and says, oh, you died. Oh, that explains like all of that. (laughs) That makes more sense now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Literally. You need to, you should find yourself a place to freshen up. Maybe get yourself like a proper bite to eat. Uh, yeah, you, I'm gonna see you, what you I can actually down do. first. Sure, sure. Yeah, start with the biscuits. That's a good way to start. Yeah, I as soon as she set them down, I grabbed one, like dipped it in the tea, and I'm like mm-hmm. slowly eating it. It's like a flaky biscuit, you know, nothing too special about it. Slight taste of honey to it. Uh, they're not stale. They're freshly made, so Perfect. they they're they're nice and smooth. Um. Uh, do have a so before we uh my my number one tea buyer is uh raising their hand <laughs> Dak, what's your question i'm unfamiliar with the word what is an orgy it's a group of people I knew who's coming. <laughs> how old is he old enough that he should know this okay no honestly i don't know it doesn't matter old enough that he should know this did you hear a group of that? like-minded individuals who come together to to come uh, together? I <laughs> like-minded individuals who come together. Missy says, "Uh, you know what? I think this is my cue. I'm gonna head out." Uh, she points at Caspian. That's a great idea. You clean up after you're done. You hear me? Caspian's like, "Fuck, <laughs> Missy. It's not. This is business. We're here on business." She says, "You clean up." I get enough problems um, with Sid downstairs and then she closes the door behind Who's as, Sid? right as she leaves I just go you rock um, I'm going to look over at Seth so it's a, 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 a an orgy how did my camera fail already you, you're just saying vowels Dak <laughs> that's all you said is vowels oh. Is it a different... That's a different language, yes? What language is that? A a different one. Got it. I don't know what that word means. I don't speak that language. I think between all of us, we speak a different language than the rest. I'm going to look at uh, Lord Caspian. Uh, (laughs) Lord Caspian, I... I am sincerely regretful that you do not enjoy having a lot, sorry, orgies. 
um, from what I've been told, uh, they are quite enjoyable for those present. Let me make something very clear to you all. This, what we are doing right now, this is a professional relationship. I'm acting as your retainer, keeping an eye on you. We do not at any point need to discuss our private affairs with each other. That is so not admit a, part a relationship. Of I don't want to get into the details. While he's being flustered, I'm going to start locking the door so it that not, I want to hurt this conversation. To the investigation at hand. We're, we're just giving you a hard time, Casper. I, I know you are. Look, what's more important right now is we need to head towards the market. I, I, if I'm... it's a small consolation, not many people even know you exist, so, you know. No, but what is yes, potentially important uh, is uh, some people apparently do know that Set exists, and they and so therefore we yes. need a good way of potentially keeping maybe outside of just your hood Set of keeping you. Uh... Well, Set, are you able to disguise yourself in any way? Is it better hidden? Uh, I need to get some materials, but I should be able to. Yes. Maybe visit a uh, textile shop, clothing store, a haberdashery, somewhere that you can pick up some items. Probably somewhere yeah, we should probably. enter first. Yeah, get some new clothes, change change the look a little bit. Uh, do we have a place that would deal in um, uh, potentially dyes and and the like? Uh, uh, I don't know how popular uh, like a, a makeup would be here, but. Uh, I'm, I'm sure in a place, you know, as populous as this, there's bound to be somewhere. Oh, there is. There is a, there's a textile and dye shop. Uh, they got pretty decent clothing assortment as well. I mean, to be clear, there are a lot of clothing stores on the North End, but even with the sum that I've just paid you all, their wares are very high-end. And they may be nice and fashionable, but you're also going to stick out like a sore thumb moving around here on the south end. So, I would recommend stopping by... Let's see... You should probably hit up Apple Furs. Uh, west of us, here. Apple Furs Trade. Their signature is the apple bottom jean. I've heard of those ones. The boots. They make the lovely fur. boots as well. <laughs> with the fur. With the fur. Uh, if it, you wear those, the whole club will be looking at you. The actual store's name is Apple Fur. Uh, just look for the. They've got like a wooden sign with like a large green apple on it. Great. Which section? It's been a minute, obviously, since I've been here. Which section is that in? Oh, that's going to be uh, due west. So if we, we leave the Medusa's Eye here, just head straight west. Uh, actually, Silva, you've got... You're a spellcaster. 
You right. use a spell book too, don't you? Yes. Yeah. If you're needing any arcane items, I suppose Nathaniel is gonna apply for you as well. If you're needing any arcane items, magic things, uh probably one of the best places that you can go to to get scrolls is gonna be Let's see. Well it used to be it used to be Dorian Darb, but they closed down recently. Uh Man, if you don't want to go to the other side of the city, I suppose, and you can kind of see there's a bit of, like, uncertainness in his face, you're probably going to have to hit up Skeevers. There's a, uh, few blocks over from where Applefur is located, there's a witch that sells arcane wares and magic scrolls. Uh... Victoria Skeevil is her name. Mm. And, um... She has a wide selection, but just be warned that she's a little, uh... little eccentric. Just... kind of watch what you say around her, and... also watch everything around you when you're in her residence. We should probably be keeping a close eye on our surroundings to begin with, so... Extra vigilance. Hey. Doc, I want you to stay very close to me. Not sure how well you are with big cities, but not everyone's as friendly. I am very adept at hiding. In if any of you need any, uh, if you, any of you need armor, by the way, um, since we're on the south side, you can... Absolutely stopped by uh, Theodore Sand. Um, he's much... Well, actually, no. I'm thinking of... I'm thinking of, of Don's residence. Um, Theodore Sand, if you actually hit the second crossing bridge, um, go, go past the first bridge that we took, uh, all the way down to the second bridge, you'll hit that bridge before you reach uh, Applefur or Skeevil's. Uh, you'll want to speak to Theodore Sand. Theodore Sand is a local blacksmith. Makes good wares. Not too pricey, either. He's he's pretty good at his prices. And a lot, a lot, a lot to stop by and see. Just armor or weapons as well? Well, weapons, too. Yes. Right. Alright, so our first shot should definitely be the haberdashery. That going. And from there we can visit the witch, I suppose. Because they offered a nice visit to the blacksmith, hi! Right? Sounds like a plan. Plus these needs can change in with the wind, but definitely I'll visit to the textile shop. Definitely. We get myself a nice fine hat while we're there, eh? Complete my look. Uh, sure. Sure, hats. Uh, yeah, so... Let's, uh... Let's go ahead and start making our way over there. Alright, on, right, so on, on the map, 
here on roll 20 i'm kind of yep. getting these drawn out for you guys um so yeah, yeah so this is the blacksmith that you're seeing right here uh that the gold circles emanating from that's going to be uh your blacksmith uh skeevils is going to be in this building right here skeevil the witch will be located right there and this is actually going to be apple fur right, right here cool so, so it looks we like we're I was you're probably going to say just you're yeah. probably going to say the thing I'm going to say, so go for it. We can uh, we can hit up Apple for a hit over to Skeevils, and then on our way back to meet up with Caspian after you've done your business, uh, we'll hit the blacksmith, and then makes sense. That seems seems the best way. That way, we're not backtracking for nothing. Yeah, do a loop. Uh, Dylan, uh, world yes. question. Yes. How uh how far away will walk would that be? Just would we know how far how far a walk that would be? So uh that's about twelve hundred feet right here. Uh from here. Everdashery. yeah so that's the equivalent of like 18 to 20 blocks uh it's going it's going to take you the better part of an hour um to get over to uh apple fur so then um my follow-up question is uh how's the public transportation here in the city of rope currently Uh, destroyed (laughs) public transportation uh you have uh the ro- most of the the main roads are going to be sort of like paved like kind of like a gravel pave um uh the primary roads uh if i kind of draw them out here these ones through here are going to be cobblestone um and then you've got kind of like your major side roads that are going to be gravel pave uh a lot of people, the majority of people you're going to see are walking on foot. Uh, a few of them you'll see on horseback, though this is usually like, you know, high high standing people or like guardsmen. Um, you'll likely see a few people on carriages, and there are carriages that can be that are rented out by people to travel to different parts of the city. Um, there are also uh, rickshaws. Uh, run by by singular people uh which charge a little less but they also take a lot longer to get to their destiny all right uh this is me be not knowing what rickshaw is like francisco doesn't okay. know what rickshaw is so oh, you are uh, yeah no, picture a, a person yeah. uh or picture a carriage rather so you're in the seat of the carriage but instead of there being a horse uh or a set of horses it is a single person Holding on to two handles, and they run with the the carriage. You've so seen them. You just didn't know that's what they were called. Oh, Jackie Chan Adventures had them a lot. Got it. And rickshaws can only see like two to three people, right? Uh, typically two, I believe. Yeah, typically they're not going to hold a lot of people, and because it's a singular person, uh, as opposed to a a set of horses, uh, it takes longer for them to get to their place. Yeah, so we might as well just walk. 
Got it. Cool. Just wondering. I just, you know, wondering. Yeah, there was like your, a your choice, either walk or take a carriage, whatever you want to do. Yeah, Speed run stress. <laughs> I was wondering if there was like a, a city bus equivalent of carriages that just go uh, from one end of the city to the other. Nothing, nothing like that. I mean, there's mm-hmm. private carriages, but they they still have to obey the laws of the the road. Lame. Okay. Uh, Rickshaw, you do a quarter jump here. The the cop spawn rates are very low, so you're unlikely to get caught. But it's like cyberpunk, where they just appear behind you. Yeah, <laughs> on roofs. If there's anything I can say about this campaign setting is that it is very much like Cyberpunk. Uh, right down to <laughs> the cobblestone roads, the horse-drawn carriages, uh, and everything else in it. You can you can clearly see its influence. Um, there's a lot of influence. It's You know, it's you, you have to have a really high IQ to, to pick up on the influences that Cyberpunk has. Caspian over here is loosely based off of uh, Norman Reedus. Yes. <laughs> Norman Reedus, who played the role of Johnny Silverhand famously in, in Cyberpunk. Yes, of course. Got it. Um, a famous line of, wake up, cowboy, we have a town to help. <laughs> but yes, those, those are... Full disclosure, I never played Cyberpunk. <laughs> Got it. So, I know we're not supposed to split up. I don't want to walk. I literally just told you guys not to split up. I don't want to walk. Don't you know? You I never mean, split the point. So I'll wait for you guys at Apple for. I'm. I don't. I'm gonna say I'm. Despite that, it matters less to me about whether we walk or not. Um, I'm willing to sign with the men. Who has seen better days? A person. Alright. Then, just givens aside, you two go on ahead then. Me, Doc, and Johannes will follow along. Assuming you two don't want to take a ride as well. I'm fine with walking. That It's not a... a this isn't a scenario about if you're fine with it. It's really that the one, the man, or the one who is on the brink of death, effectively, <laughs> wants to ride the carriage. We should all ride the carriage. <laughs> um, I'm gonna look over at Caspian again. Mm-hmm. Do we still have access to the horses that we took? Uh. If I'm not mistaken, those horses have been worked back into the rotation uh, with the rest of our fleet, so I don't know that all of the same horses are going to be available. Would it be... uh, Could we um, perhaps conscript a mule or... It's not necessary. Why can't we just take a carriage? I look over at Lord uh, Caspian. Uh, consequentially, how much would a carriage cost? Lots. Why we don't take the carriage? Carriages nowadays, I want to say maybe ten silver pieces per That's, person. We ju- we just got paid a lot. Let's just take the carriage. I was just it. gonna say yeah. I'll take a rickshaw and meet you guys there. That's what I was seeing too. I'm also not sure why. 
I'm not sure why I said 10 silver pieces instead of just saying one gold piece. But I don't know. That's just me. That's just the DM, you know, just throwing things out there. And silver sounds By the way, we should take, we should go together. We're not going separately. We need to go together because that's what we were told to do. Please, please, all of you stay together. I'm worried about you. And I'm not, I'm not set to carry them around. I don't want to be carried. So it's hey, it could have fooled me. The mode of travel. A mutual agreement, then. What we do you did. mean he could have fooled you? Look at them. <laughs> all right, all right, you convince me, or I'll take a carriage. Only I am supposed to be this color. I just thought we enjoyed a nice brisk walk out in the fresh air, surrounded by people, instead of a dead catacomb concluded in a ghost. Well, yeah. a lovely oh. thought. Oh, well, a lovely out. thought. You've had the benefit of a night's rest and sitting in and sitting in a room while, whilst we discuss other things, while the other wasn't alive. <laughs> all right, all right, I get it. Point taken. All right, so I have finished my biscuit. I have finished my tea. Are we good to go? Yes, let's go. What's the nearest carriage station? Um, They usually have them posited over by the bridges. I'm pretty sure we passed one on our way over here. So if you just exit out and head towards the uh, the mouth of the first bridge there that we came across, they should have some nearby. And where do we meet up back afterwards? Um, back here actually wouldn't be a bad idea. Great. Curfew. Yeah. Do we have do Do you have an estimate on time? Curfew. I I don't expect it to take me more than a couple of hours to get what I need. All right then. Odds are you'll be here far before we are. I don't see why shopping would take us all that long. I mean, the the trip in and of itself may, but with a carriage instead of walking, it should be a little faster. Hey, I think that's all the information I need. All right, let's go ahead and get going then. All right, right. here we go again. I'll meet you all back here in a couple of hours. Johannes, you have the stone with you. Contact me if anything serious happens. I'll be keeping an eye and an ear out. Stay safe. Stick close. Do our best. All right. With that, the uh, the group gathers up their things and is going to uh, make their way out of the, the cow's eye there and back out into the main streets. Uh... Caspian sort of gives you all a curt nod and like a half salute. Uh, and then he is going to begin making his way back over to cross the bridge. Uh, as you walk with him, you do see at, at the mouth of the bridge there where there is indeed kind of a stable set up uh, with a posted sign that says carriage, uh, carriage transportation. 
uh, one gold piece per person. And there's a couple couple carriages waiting at standby. Very similar to the carriages that you took coming into the city. Um, there'd be plenty of room for all of you to fit into one carriage. Cool. Excellent. Kind of walk up and just be like, carriage? With five people? Where to? Uh, we're heading to the Apple store. One gold piece per person, please. Take a gold piece out. I will give a gold piece as I, I will go float up to the the carriage. The I'll uh, just shove you in a bag and have it count. <laughs> Do the old uh, child at the movie theater trick. The gentleman takes each of your gold pieces and says, Thank you for your patronage in these trying times. <laughs> Please step into the carriage. Got it. We will arrive at the Apple first in about 40 minutes. Great. Thank you. Watch for snakes. And he's going to climb up into the front of the the carriage. Uh, Close the door behind him. And he goes, Yeah! And... Whips at the horses, and the horses, uh, the horses basically come to life, uh, from just, like, sort of standing there, and begin taking off at a brisk place. You're all sort of, like, shook back for a moment as the carriage rockets off, uh, and you begin to take off, uh, heading west. I immediately look for snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and Where make a, make an investigation check for me. Okay, well, I rolled a 19. Sick. Minus four. Plus five. So a dirty 20. Mm. Nice. Interesting. The math. It checks out. And by look for a snake, I mean looking for it with my dagger in hand. Mm. Ready (laughs) to just just stack it. Whereabouts in the carriage are you looking for snakes right now? I mean, is there like an under the seat? Because that would be the first place I would. There go. is a small under the seat. So under have, the like, seat. You've got like your two seats. Um, I kind of don't uh, want to continue. You've got you've got two like leather seats across from each other, and underneath of each seat. Um, there is like this almost like a crawl space. Like there's a small open area for people to put their bags and their luggage. Um, yeah, there, there's like an open space underneath each each seat. Yeah, I would probably just look under the side that I'm gonna be sitting on. Down where it's leather, take it from me. <laughs> uh, you do not see any snakes. You do see. Uh, what appears to be a, uh, a silver piece that somebody has left behind. Great. 
One I don't another. reach under, but I just <laughs> take the dagger and slide it out from under the seat and then pick it up. You can add Ooh, a silver to your to your uh inventory. Oh yeah, remove one tenth of a refund. Would anyone else like to search for snakes? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just the trying carriage. to What was that? Keep I was just trying to keep a uh a protective bubble around me in which I'm not touching anybody. Mm. <laughs> Personal space, personal space, personal space. Mm. The carriage uh, rattles along, um, cutting onto the main path, going onto the cobblestone. Uh, you pretty immediately find yourself in this sort of main uh, thoroughfare, with just surrounded by dozens and dozens of townsfolk on all sides. Um, you see guards, you see people walking about going to their business, you see merchants. Um, some of the buildings kind of blend in with each other. Occasionally you'll see ones that have like a, a unique like brick pattern to them or the people that own the, the, the buildings have taken care to actually sort of decorate the exterior. Uh, many of them have like second and third floors to them and people have, uh, made a point to like decorate their windows they have a lot of them have like landings uh on these upper floors so they've decorated the landings they've done like flower chains flags uh ornate pendants things of that sort just to kind of differentiate themselves from the the hundreds of other buildings that populate uh the city and you you continue to, to just kind of roll along um, as we are traveling, maybe about like halfway through, um, I will try to, as subtly as possible, cast Minor Illusion to have oh, a snake okay. pop up like right behind the other seat across from me. Who would be sitting across from uh, set right now? Well, if him and Silver got on first. Potentially, yeah. I'm assuming Deck wouldn't want to be last on there. I'm down to Clown, though. Alright. I guess it would be either me or Johannes. Um... Since Bennett's not here to say otherwise, we will say that Bennett is sitting on that side for sure. Uh, Johannes yeah. is over. Yeah. As you say, if because Silva would have gotten on before me, I would have sat on the opposite side, so Silva would be yeah, across. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I think I have the uh, layout confused in my head. Go ahead and make a stealth roll to see if you are able to do this without anybody. Else. Yeesh. Uh, nine. Ooh. Nine. Ooh. <laughs> roll. Yeah. Uh, so you cast this little illusion to make a snake appear. Uh, Johannes, who has been watching the buildings pass by outside of the carriage and hasn't really been paying much attention, um, 
looks, glances back around to his shoulder, only to be face to face with what appears to be what uh describe the snake for me. What type of snake is this? Um, it's just gonna be like a a smallish, like maybe a foot long. Um like I don't know, like whatever just like a garter snake. Just yeah, like just snake. like a very standard run of the mill like snake that you would find. Just a, a fairly small one. Um so yeah, Johannes looks over his shoulder to suddenly be face to face with this tiny little snake, uh, as it flicks its tongue out and touches his nose. Uh and he freaks. He goes, Oh god and he jumps uh arms flailing wildly um who did we decide was sitting next to johannes that would be Dak. okay so Dak, i need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me all right i pull out a knife um and then i pull out my gun <laughs> silver that's an 18 that's Dak, johannes and me 18. You managed to duck down and avoid uh, Johannes's flailing arms uh, as he freaks out. He starts reaching around. Uh, he goes and he pulls out one of his knives uh, looking back around for the snake. Uh, but he can't seem to find it anymore. He doesn't see it. And he turns back around to you all. Did everyone see that? What's that? What was I mean... I don't, I don't I in terms of that? his stealth check to get the to to get the spell, would I still have just casually heard it being pretty close to set just through passively? He made so it was a nine that he rolled on that stealth check. Uh passively. What's your passive perception? Uh that would be well definitely higher than a nine. Uh that'd be a fourteen. Okay. Yeah, so you you would have noticed. At the uh, very least, you would have seen me pull out the, like, small little bit of fleece mm-hmm. and rub it between my fingers. If it makes you feel better, you, know, you match my passive perception, which is a nine. Okay. <laughs> so the, <laughs> one-eyed, the one-eyed kid barely saw it. My guy. <laughs> See, what's funny is that it's a nine... And that's only because I have a plus nine to my stealth and then the minus four. Damn. So you rolled a four? Is that it? Yeah, I, ro- I rolled a four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if I'm doing that math right. Damn. Uh, Did anybody have... see that? There was a, there was a snake. There's definitely a, a like a snake or something. It it bit me. I, I looked for snakes when I got on. I didn't see anything. What? How did you not see it was right there? Ah, good one. I mean, I did look under the seat. I may have. Why don't you check that Hi. bite again, there, Johannes? I think, I think when we go to the blacksmith, I'm going to get myself a nice scimitar. So that way, if I do see any more snakes, because I definitely saw one, I can cut them up no problem. 
think I'll get me some cooking equipment too, so I can cook us up a nice snake stew afterwards. <laughs> Great. That doesn't Looking sound forward very to it. pleasant. <laughs> Actually, I put my knife away. The key is how much salt you put in the water as you're boiling. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> Shortly after this occurs, uh you uh your carriage arrives uh at Applefur. Uh you find you your carriage pulls up outside. You can see it's a very nice looking building. Uh it is the the exterior is largely wood, uh mm. though there is some Stone it looks like some granite material in the actual architecture and the construction. So um, granite, fairly busy. It, you know, a few people. Does the going granite go from the window to the wall? Shut up! <laughs> it's a different song, similar era, different song. I'm gonna summon a real snake, and I'm gonna <laughs> in game, in game, a real snake in game. <laughs> Look, you can't be banned if you threaten someone in game. <laughs> Tell that to that one dude in Minecraft. He didn't say in game. <laughs> That's the problem. He didn't say in game. A simple uh, spell, but quite unbreakable. You hear the uh You hear the uh the carriage driver from the front say all right, we have now arrived at Apple Fur. Please exit the carriage safely. Have yourself a lovely day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your patronage these trying times. Uh, as we get off, I'll take that silver piece that I found and just kind of flick it to him. Appreciate the ducky, sir. And he is going to oh, snap shame. the reins. And the carriage. If you think about it, off. you you tip them ten percent. Yeah, that's true. The polite thing would be fifteen to twenty percent, but you know who am I to judge? It's your choice. It's your game. Well, you made fifty, and you give him one. So I think the math is off there a little. It's fine. Listen, I'm not rich enough to do this math right now, okay? We're going to go... He, he did 10% of his bill, but... No. I let... I let... Tax man do this math for me. We're at the Apple Fair. Let's go ahead and... Stroll in. Alright, go inside the Apple Fair. Uh, you're immediately met with a... Gorgeous... Uh, wood plank interior... Um, these very rustic, old, ornate lamps and chandeliers hanging from the ceiling give the entire room a very warm glow. Uh, it is frenetic. It is filled with people grabbing different clothes and wares off the racks. On the very back wall are these enormous spools of different textiles, wools, uh, fleece, all this, uh, cloth material, um... Several large, like, cauldrons sit over to the side that have kind of these miscellaneous materials all priced accordingly. Um, you see 
uh, a few different staff members sort of buzzing about in between different people. They're all wearing identical um, uh, red red robes with a uh, with like a little little name badge uh, on the on the chest. Um, one of them approaches your group and says, uh, "Good morning, <laughs> hello everyone. We, is there anything that we can help you with today?" Uh, yes, uh, I'm looking for uh, yeah, change of style. Um, maybe something a little uh, less worse for the wear uh, than what I have on now. Um, I don't want to stand out all too much, but also don't want to very clearly look like I'm trying to not stand out. Mm, I see. Bit of a refresh without trying too hard. Mm, hmm. Sounds like a job for sheep's clothing with wolf dye. Uh, Margaret? And she calls out to uh, one of the other workers uh, behind her. Now she says, yes, Mom. Uh, could you grab me... Uh, grab me two of the... The Dugan collection. Uh, those those mid-price ones. The the ones that we got shipped in this morning. Uh, you know the ones I'm talking about. She says, oh, yes, yes, those ones were quite lovely. Uh, the, the simple, simple texture. Yes, she says, yes, yes, nothing, nothing too fancy. Um, the worker kind of races off. Uh, she turns back to the rest of the group. Um, yes, she's got, uh, there's a few styles, I think, that would fit that quite well. Were any of the rest of you needing anything as well? Nothing for me then, ma'am. Just an escort of the kind. Anything specific? Uh, yes, you, with the hand raised. Um, any, um, second hand or third hand cloaks that you might have? Oh, uh, absolutely, dear. She, uh, she motions over to one of the cauldrons on the side. Uh, that third cauldron in the middle there, there's actually a large selection of, uh, robes we have on clearance. Uh, all kinds of different sizes and textures. Um, if you're looking for anything that's a little more on the cheap side, but it's still very well put together, uh, you'll find it in there. I bow and I go over there. Um, additionally, I... I'm looking for some, uh, maybe just a variety of small uh, vials of dye, if you have those available. Mm. Uh, yes, we do, actually. Uh, I've got quite a few dials still in the back. Any specific colors in mind? Um, uh, a, few, a few darker colors, uh, some browns and greens, and maybe then uh, also... Maybe a red or a yellow as well. Are we going south of emerald on that green color? Yes, that think think more of a uh, a foresty green, like a deeper mm. deeper green, not too flashy of a color, just a very deep green. Bit of an old moss on it, then. Oh, yeah, like a hex four zero eight two. I'm thinking. Mm, yes. Now you're speaking my language. 
Um, plus he was just kidding. kidding. <laughs> they don't have hexadecimal here. That's in Zalargo. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, that should be it for me. Silva, There's nothing you else in Zalargo. Nothing else in Zalargo. <laughs> don't worry about the things that are in Zalargo. <laughs> There's nothing else over there. Don't you worry about it. And for the love of God, do nothing to a pixie. If you see a pixie, just let it do whatever it wants to you. <laughs> so I hope you'll go to Largo someday. One day. Thanks for Uh, so yeah, she actually takes off to grab you a few, uh, few bottles of the dye. Uh, the other woman comes back with the with two outfits for you. Correct. Uh, fully, um full complimentary outfit so it is uh it is a, a over shirt it is a robe uh uh pants leggings uh she actually has a couple sets of uh boots with her as well great uh so you are free to try those on we have a few dressing rooms right over there across the way thank you and then when you come back out let us know what you think if you are interested in it we can have it tailored uh, exactly to your size Great. Uh, quick question. How much are these going to run? Just so I know up, up front. These ones are from the Sheep and Wolf's Clothing Collection by Duke. And uh, they are great for when you want something a little more plain, but still highly presentable. Uh, they are currently going for, I believe it is uh, 30 gold pieces uh, per each each suit. Gotcha, and that's for the entire set. So that's for the entire setup. Shoes included. Yeah. We're having a special right now. Great, wonderful. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, try these on. See how they look. Certainly do. Yeah, I'll just uh, I'll pop over and w basically it's whichever one. Uh, I feel like is different enough from what I'm wearing. Uh, that you know, but could still easily be used as uh a way to blend in would just i would just kind of if they're both pretty much the same i would kind of just look between them and just go eh, this one and grab it um would you prefer uh mono color wise or would you like to have like a nice two-tone probably a two-tone sure so what you'll end up with is this kind of gray and uh, like a gray and black two tone, where you have sort of the the lighter gray on the outside, and then you have a dark gray lining, um, that almost gives from from like a far away almost gives off the appearance of like a suit, uh, but when you get in closer, you see that it is a um, a slim fitting set of robes. Uh, the sleeves are. Uh, a bit on the thinner side, and they come in closer to your wrist than your your current uh clothing does. But there's still enough room for if you needed to conceal anything underneath of the sleeve, such as a dagger or anything of that sort. Um, nice cuffs. Uh, no cufflinks. If you wanted to get cufflinks, you certainly can, but that's gonna cost extra. Um, there is a hood, though it is smaller, and it's going to fit in closer to the face. It's not gonna conceal quite as much. Um, but there is a, a hood already sewn into the neckline that, that comes over 
completely. Uh, the robes themselves, you don't see any holes or pockmarks in them. Uh, and there's no real ornate design to them. Like, it is a very clean design. No specific styles to them. Um, the the Duke and logo or crest isn't present anywhere. Um, very, very basic. Uh, and already, even though it hasn't specifically been tailored to your body type yet, it is already fitting you fairly well. Um, the shoes themselves are also very nondescript. Uh, lace. Um, the sole is sort of like a basic leather. Um, not very deep, but still comfortable enough to walk around in. Um, and the heel is coming maybe like an inch or so off the ground, uh, not too, too raised. So there's a lot of good arch support going on. Great. Uh, so I'll go ahead and bring that back out. Uh, I really like this one. Um, if anything, uh, you know, it fits pretty well already. So it, I would hope that it wouldn't take too long to get it, uh, tailored. Uh, would it at all be possible to maybe extend the hood a little bit? I know that might be asking a bit too much. Um, especially, you know, we, I, I don't necessarily have a ton of time for tailoring. So she ponders. We can, I think the tailoring, yes, taking a look at what we have here, uh, that should be a very quick process. Extending the hood out, that won't take too long either, but that'll require adding on some additional material. That would be... I'll have to check with the marm. And uh, at that point, the, the other woman who you had first talked to comes back. You see she has a couple bottles of dyes uh, that she is carrying with her. Uh, and she says, well, aren't you looking spiffy? Is this the, uh, have we found ourselves an outfit then? Something that we enjoy? Uh, and the other woman says, uh, yes, but he is looking to extend the hood out a little bit. And she says, oh, that wouldn't be a problem at all. Be looking at maybe an extra five gold galifars added on to the total. Uh, but I don't see that being a problem. Great. Uh, and then how much would the dyes run me in total as well? The dyes are going to be five galifars each, dear. Great. Okay. Um, then... Uh, and how many did she bring over by chance? She has four uh she has four bottles uh that she is holding currently. Great. So all in all it'll run me what, fifty-five then? For the uh, so if you do yeah, so if we do four bottles, that'd be the twenty that'd be twenty galafar, plus we're looking at thirty-five galafar. Uh so yes, that'd be fifty-five gold pieces uh all together. Great. Uh that that sounds agreeable to me. Uh, approximately how long do you think it would take to get the tailoring done? Five minutes. Oh. Just go yeah. ahead and uh, just go ahead and take that back off. We'll, we'll take it off of your hands, and we've got an empty spool right over here. We'll get to work right away. Perfect. Thank you very much. Certainly, dear. Uh, so I'll go ahead and change out, come back out. Uh, payment now? At the... Uh... <laughs> Once we once we finish the the sewing, dear, we'll we'll sure. collect the payment. Sounds good. Uh, Dak. Yep. What would you like to find in this sort of clearance section? Uh, these these robes. What are you looking? A uh, second hand cloak or third hand cloak, 
and possibly a new eye patch. New eye patch, interesting. Very, very rare, or at least cloth that I can repurpose as a bandage for my eye. Mm, I see. They absolutely have on a small little end table near the cauldrons. Um, particularly useful for craft work. They have these patches. Um, it's like several cloth patches, almost like swatches, really. Um, mm -hmm. All kinds of different colors and dyes that have come off of like, that it were used in other projects, that came off of other articles of clothing that have been like removed um, just to use for like, you know, miscellaneous patchwork. So you could easily find yourself some of that cloth um, for probably like two gold pieces. You could find more than enough cloth there to make yourself a replacement patch. How about for cloaks? For the cloak, <coughs> um, most of the, the secondhand robes that you're finding in there, uh, if you're wanting to find one that isn't just like filled with holes or hasn't been like excessively worn down, um, probably looking at around three to five gold pieces, depending on what you end up pulling. Um, I'll take one that is pretty run down, but that doesn't have any holes. Uh, yeah, so you'd be looking at four gold pieces for it. All right, and then with the extra material for patches, uh, that brings it up to six gold, right? Yep, four and two. Cool. I'll yeah, grab so some gold. simple gray to white, um, cloth swatches. Excellent. And a ratty gray cloak. Excellent. Uh, you pay for your items. Uh, they return back with the suit, freshly tailored. And you can see that it also now has kind of the extension on the hood. Um, they actually used kind of a, uh, they used a slightly different, uh, coloring for the extension. So now there's this very formal looking, like, band around the edge of the hood. Um, it doesn't stick out. They didn't go for, like, a, a sharply contrasting color, but it just gives this kind of nice finality to the hood as a color. Like a trim around yeah, it. Yeah, like a trim, exactly. Got it. All right. 55 gold pieces, correct? Yep, 55 gold pieces on that. Uh, and with that, you find yourself with brand new duds. Wonderful. Brand new. Mostly. Well, uh, thank you very much for, for your assistance. Uh, did Silva, Johannes, did you guys need anything from here? No, I am. I'm I'm perfectly fine. Johannes looks around. I, I, I'm good. I want to save my money for scimitar, and he kind of looks off into the scimitar. Yes, I have much. But I I have much. I likely have much to look at when it comes to scrolls. So. Wonderful. All right. Well, ah, uh, thank you very much for for your assistance. I'm very much loving the new clothes. Thank you. 
Absolutely, dear. Feel free to stop back in any time you need anything else. Uh, we'll still be here. We've been here for 35 years now. Absolutely. Congratulations. Thank Went you, dear. Well, I will have a pleasant day. Great, then. Thank you so much for your assistance. Alright, crew, let's head over to the next place. It's just around the corner. Alright, so you'll be, uh, next up you will be visiting the, the Witch's Arcane Shop. So. Doc, remember, hands to yourself, eyes down, hand on your wallet. And Dak, if we have any questions, please try to keep them until after we have left. We do not want to bother her. She, Caspian had said that, you know, the less we irritate her, the better. And I have a feeling, no offense against you, that your questions may end up bothering her. I, I understand. I, uh, I'm. I shall be cautious. Wonderful. Well, let's go. Should be. You like arrive. Ten fifteen minute walk. You arrive outside of the witch's residence. A three-story tall building that looks as though it has been constructed haphazardly. Windows in odd places. Planks of wood made bare as brick and mortar has fallen away. Ivy and large leaves overgrown. The roof itself seemingly entirely encased in strange plants and fungus. Before you sits an iron door emblazoned with a green eye. Below it, it says, Enter. Below that, it says, Or don't. Below that, if you want. Smaller letters each time. Of so course. like really big font, smaller, smaller. It sounds um, like uh, I'm. Sounds I'm not sure like if. I was say it sounds like when. It sounds like a skittish child trying to invite you to their room. Um, I'm not sure if this is due to my own lack of knowledge of the common language, but I, this sign seems very non-committal. Nope. You'd be it's right this time. Bad. Yep. This time, you have indeed grasped the situation. I will enter. I will open the door and enter. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. You reach out and touch the brass handle 
aged. And it's a mimic. And it <laughs> rotates suddenly, shifting. <laughs> the door slowly swings open without you having to touch it. The way inside appears dark. You can just make out a dingy glow of candlelight from the upper corner. You see bookshelves stacked up high. Do you enter? Yep. Absolutely. No, like, no. Mm -hmm. There's no hesitation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Silva confidently strides in. And I assume um, you all. Yeah, keeping on guard uh, as as we walk in, as Caspian had warned us of, but uh, just generally keeping an extra eye out, but not like trying to be like, oh, I'm so scared to be in here kind of thing. As you make your way into the shop itself, you are greeted with a stark contrast to the Apple. Where previously you had seen bright, exquisite light coming from chandeliers, you see only dim candle light. Uh layers and dribble of wax that has burnt over days and days. Uh, the walls are cracked and faded. Uh, chips of paint coming off to reveal uh, substrate beneath it. Uh, you see cages hanging across the walls intersected by massive bookshelves which are crammed, filled with ancient tomes, books, scrolls of all random assortments poking in and out through them. Uh, layers of dust cover some of these shelves, uh, while others have been uh, thoroughly ransacked as items have been thrown into random locations. In front of you sits a massive black table uh, laid upon it is some sort of feline skeleton of some sort, uh, almost fully constructed, laid out, um, with ancient runes and sigils, uh, carved out underneath of it. Uh, just ahead of that, you see a large, uh, standing desk, uh, with a flat wall behind it that is loitered with bottles of all different shapes and sizes filled with different concoctions of every color imaginable. But you see no one around. And as you make your way fully in and the door closes behind you, it is silent as the grave. Dak makes a beeline for that cat skeleton. Pack, remember what we said. He stops, turns around, bows. Yes. Turns back around, continues in the brisk pace towards the cat skeleton. 
and kind of kneels down, uh, kind of squats down in front of it to look at it closer. On me, we always. Uh, we had. Uh, I had heard I could, they, I could potentially attain uh, scrolls, uh, spell scrolls here. Um, Dak is then going to pull out the rat skeleton that he grabbed from Baron's Keep. Mm-hmm. And just start assembling it in front of the, of the cat. They're friends now. <laughs> All of you here echoing around you unnaturally. If I'm mistaken, that sounds a lot like a cat. Yep. Put away the you see tail. no movement from the skeleton in front of you. But the cat-like sounds reverberate through the air. I inched the rat skeleton a bit closer to the cat skeleton. Make a dex check for me. Cool. <laughs> Dirty 20. As you scoot the rat skeleton closer to the cat's jaws, there is a whoosh and a snap as a large, pale hand slams down almost grasping onto your hand, but you pull away just in time. All of you turn and look, and you see that from underneath of the table, uh, a somewhat large but crouched-over figure huddled in shadow, covered in robes, with a large uh, pointy hat, uh, has leaped up from under the table and slammed their hand down, almost grabbing Dak in the process. Uh, ah. I'll, I'll kind of flutter over. <laughs> it seems we have found you. The figure slowly turns their head to look up at you, Silva, and you see uh Female in appearance, a long protruding nose, uh, gnarled teeth, pale skin, wide yellow eyes, black uh, soot-like hair um, that is pulled back slightly um, from underneath this crooked uh, black witch's hat. The figure looks to you. And a wide, wicked grin stretches across her face. You wish to trade rat skeleton for cat skeleton, do you? 
Um, I, I, um, I apologize. It, it, it was to see, since I saw the runes on the cat, if the skeleton could perhaps be animated. Um, and I felt a rat skeleton might trigger a response. I was unaware that it would cause a response from you, and I apologize. I've been warned not to do anything untoward. She lifts her hand, pointing a long, spindly finger at you. The rat is smaller than the cat. It will never work. She looks at you, Silva. What do you want? You are also smaller than the cat. Spell scrolls, please. Spell scrolls, you say? I can do spell scrolls. None for rats, though. You have to be a wizard to use them. Deal? Excellent. She Bring out the spell book. <laughs> she kind of like this. slinks back into the shadows, uh, suddenly appearing again from behind the larger standing desk. Uh, Dak, your rat skeleton is no longer there. I look disheartened, but I maintain composure. <laughs> so, what kind of scrolls did you have in mind, dearie? Mm. Well, I, you know, I had been looking at kind of a a number, kind of that I recall through some time. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely the ability to detect magic rather than just identify it seeming as I don't always have a pearl on me um the well, I'd love the ability to utilize a good old uh, acidic brew put people to sleep help us help us rise awake um otherwise just some you know maybe if you have anything that allows us for you know a little bit of a a little, a scorching ball, a scorching ray. Bring people from flight down to the earth, which I know, ironic, but. She leans in. Between you and me, you ask too much. I've only just met you. Scorching ray I can do. Hang on. And she dips around, disappearing back under the desk. She reappears on the other side, up by one of the bookshelves, begins flipping through shelf after shelf of books, tomes, uh, coming to a set of scrolls, looks through them. Violently rips the scroll apart, throws the pieces away. Scroll of Scorching Ray. 20 gold pieces, my dear. Excellent. What else may you have to offer? She <laughs> disappears, <laughs> reappears back at the large table with skeleton, with the cat skeleton, delicately places the scorching ray scroll on the table. <laughs> 
You said something about detecting magic. Is that correct? Oh, yes. It'd be probably, I, I realized it, would, it likely would end up far more useful. Well, I can't tell you how useful it'll be. You're the one who's going to use it. But regardless, I should have some. Give me just a moment. I'll be right back. She disappears. Reappears on the other side. She is now perusing another bookshelf entirely. Uh, I'll look over to Dak kind of while she's doing that and just be like, it's unfortunate you lost the rat. But at least, at least this lovely cat is here to keep it company. I'm working on the assumption that the rat bought our audience with her. Or maybe secretly, the cat skeleton has eaten it. That is also an interesting theory. And one far more interesting than mine. I look over at the cat skeleton and just observe the runes. Uh, make a arcana check for me. I definitely will. I'm glad you asked. That's a three. Solid. They are pretty. And they look complicated, too. If you're, like, really good at magic, like Silva is, you probably know what they are. But otherwise, this is, like, whoa. <laughs> this, whoa. This tracks. This tracks. Uh, the witch reappears. <laughs> One scroll. Of Detect Magic. I'll do 19 gold pieces on that one because it's been here for a long time and nobody seems to want to buy it. I don't understand why. It seems like a really useful spell to me, but beggars can't be choosers. Agreed. Is there anything else you were looking to peruse, my dear? Anything at all? Do you, do you have anything that allows for potentially either... Um, oh, I think I remember. There is one. There is there's a spell out there with the ability to kind of create web as if you as if you were the spider. Except that I, I don't wish to shapeshift into a spider, so this would be much more convenient. Yes, yes. Curious that. I'll I, tell you what. Spiders and fae folk, or the fairy folk, don't often go well together. <laughs> yes, I can understand why. It's because you're small. Anyway, I'll tell you what. And they hunt us in droves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they mostly come I very at momentarily night. lapse into a very serious face when I say that. <laughs> Are you all right, dear? You look like you're experiencing a flashback. There have been tales. But anyway. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, dearie. Not only do I not have that scroll, <laughs> I also... <laughs> Keep it together. 
I also cannot sell it to you. And that's mostly because I don't have it. What a pity. <laughs> if you by any chance could bring me silk from a, I don't know, any kind of like a blank spider or something of that sort, I could certainly take the web from that and I could use that in the creation of the scroll. But I need the spider to make the scroll first. And I'll give you a discount. We'll say five gold off the asking price. That sounds splendid. Off table. Wonderful. No, you're going to get Silva. Terrible at negotiating. I'm counting on it. Sounds like we need to go blank spider hunting for multiple people. Right? Yeah, no. Uh, it looks like there's a profit we made here. Fight a blink spider <laughs> to reduce the price by five gold. Not worth it. <laughs> so no, but we can also get some no tea concept. from the, from the cow's eye. Really good tea. Honestly, it sounds like we should just forget this whole venture business and just uh, farm uh, spiders. It's good profit to me. I'm here for this. Um, like I know Dylan has this plot and everything, but I just want to farm blink spiders. I can roll a new character. VXP. <laughs> listen, listen. You know, a, a year, close to two years of prep work. Spider farm. <laughs> I, I mean, there it's kind of an even weight, I feel like. The heroes of prophecy have descended upon our land. Look, They're currently the busy with a side quest, though. We'll get to them later. <laughs> Look, these are the things that you have to prepare for when creating a campaign. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll just I'll just rewatch Eight Legged Freaks with David Arquette and I'll be I'll be prepped. That'll that'll count as the same amount of prep time. I don't care what anyone says, this is a good movie. <laughs> Uh, uh, but anyway. yeah, so she, she proposes the that, that if you are able to get her uh, Blink Spider Web, they can make that happen. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm always willing to discover something new. Do you have anything that you... Is there a spell that you find fascinating that maybe that you have? Make a persuasion roll for me. Sure. Then they're gonna have to persuade to get the house recommendation, but you know, here we are. Yes, my favorite scroll is the scroll of get the fuck out of my house. Thirteen. <laughs> Thirteen. The witch ponders you for a moment. As if you were an orb. You find yourself locking eyes with her, transfixed, almost like you're in a trance. Your eyes meet her wide, glassy stare, brilliantly yellow pupils as you stare into each other. You wonder what's going on in her mind behind those eyes. Oh, she's looking at someone else. And she's back. The stare continues. How experimental are you looking to get, my dear? 
Well, scroll of that one time in college. Due to recent experience, pretty much anything that potentially won't cause death to my companions. Mm. So you you don't I'm let me let me let me figure this out. So you don't want them to die. No, or at least I don't want to be the cause of it. So you want them to die by someone else's hand. Hmm. Been there, done that. (laughs) (laughs) If one is two, I would prefer it not be mine. (laughs) But I don't wish death upon any of them. I don't know. A lot of people die all the time. Doesn't seem very adventurous to me. Yes. How uh, adept are you at growing additional appendages? Oh, less so. I'm much less like the lizards that the lizards that I had come to know. Would you like to be able to grow extra arms and legs? I've been working on the recipe for quite a while now. It is a curious thought. I'm close to perfecting it. I need only a test subject to ensure that it works properly. Now, is this a potion you're referring to or a scroll? Yes. Well, you see, our friend Johannes here. <laughs> Johannes speaks up. I, I, I don't, I don't know about that. But the second appendage would only allow you to cook more easily. <gasps> Are you a chef? Yo, Johannes, so Johannes gives you a, just this deadpan look of like, what have you done to me? <laughs> like, what, what fresh hell did you just rot upon me? Oh, he is She looks between all of you. Oh, well, isn't this so exciting? Somebody else who values ingredients as much as I do. <gasps> I have an idea. You let me borrow the two of you, and she's pointing at Johannes and Silva, to test out this potion. And I'll give you something that I have never sold to anyone else before. Because it's rare? Because it's impossible. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Mm. Experiment. I love the sound of this. I love where this direction is heading. It doesn't have anything to do with me. Next time (laughs) we meet, we will see what Victoria Skeevil, the witch, has in mind 
for our daring adventures as they attempt to finish their shopping lists. Will um, they do um, it? Um, Can they overcome um, the odds? Um, um. Find out next time. Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for watching. And remember... Good night, everybody. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I forgot. I'm waiting. I forgot. Good night, everybody. <laughs>